It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen. And this is another, well, dose of the displaced empath. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, um, you know, as we move into today is two weeks since I had to evacuate. And it's weird because it's like, you know, it's almost as if I feel like, you know, as I mentioned before, that there's still a part of me that's kind of evacuating, that there's a part of me that is still kind of caught up in that, you know, that process of, okay, had to uproot, had to leave. And, you know, it was, it, it really was kind of surreal. And settling in afterwards can be really hard. And I mean, over time, it's not, I mean, everything gets better with time ultimately. And there are parts of this process because there's so much we don't know. We don't know, you know, many of us don't know if, you know, our properties are still there. And for those who do know that their properties, you know, are no longer there, first off, I am so sorry. And my thoughts and prayers and blessings go out to you because that is a lot. That is, that's such a huge thing. And people who don't know what that means, you know, and, and, you know, and I, I do know the very well-meaning statements um, of, well, you know, they're just things, you can replace things, which is true. And, and it is totally true. And it keeps things in perspective. And at the same time, well, they're not your things. You know, if you're telling me, well, your things are just your things. How about if it were your things? And how would you feel if in a very short period of time, you had to choose which of your things you wanted to save? And the idea of losing your things, things that have been a part of your life for a very long time, things that have memories attached to them. Yeah, they're things, but they're special things. And we really need to honor and acknowledge how special those things are and how much they'll be missed. So the idea that, you know, well, yes, it is good to be out with your lives and, and you know, I, I have my pets. And so I feel very fortunate. I have a, a wonderful place to stay that I am safe at, that, you know, the invitation is open while this process is going on, because I know most people don't have that. There's a lot of people who are still in shelters, a lot of people who, I mean, and we may not, in my area, we may not be able to get back to our homes for, you know, another few weeks just to even see what's going on. So it is about that idea of adapting it is and it is a slow process and some days are honestly better than others 
So if you are in this process or if you know somebody who is, then, you know, that's really going to be about what this discussion is today. It's about, you know, the beginning process of starting to kind of put pieces back together. And when I talked about how to feel at home, you know, in some place that isn't your home and, you know, being able to kind of open up that, you know, those little baby steps to be able to go, oh, okay, I can put my clothes in the closet without it feeling like, you know, well, this means I'm giving up. And this means that, you know, I, I accept that I don't have a place to go back to. I mean, if we don't know, we don't know. And, you know, it, it is every day we're waiting for news. We're working on getting news. And it's amazing how people are supporting one another and, and you know, coming out and, and really reaching out. And, you know, I mentioned that I had people reach out to me for ways to help. Where could they send care packages, which is just so wonderful. Um, so in the description, I'm going to be posting, there is a list of, uh, evacuation centers and places where donations can be sent and guidelines and, and websites. I got all the information that I could for as many of the local, um, centers that we're looking, including, you know, the, the Humane Society, uh, that is, you know, being able to coordinate things for animals and for pets. It has just been so cool watching so many people come out and be able to be supportive and, you know, really try to make the best of a situation. I mean, even people who have lost stuff are reaching out and, and are trying to, you know, help others, even as they're having to deal with probably, you know, among, you know, one of the hardest stresses that anybody can go through. So, you know, how do we take care of ourselves during this time? Because, you know, after a couple of weeks and it starts to, it's weird because when I was living at home, you know, I was up at 530 every morning and, you know, I was, it was up and I would take walks and all of this stuff. And I find now that, you know, I find I'm having a harder time getting up. And I posted a tweet the other day when, you know, I said that, you know, I was just laying there and thinking, well, you know, maybe I'll just stay in bed all day. Which, I mean, you know, we all need to have that, you know, that relaxation day, a rest day, a rejuvenation day. The problem was, the next thought was, you know, what does it matter anyway? And that's, that's where it kind of hit me. Because, you know, I, to have that thought come in, what does it matter? What does it matter if I get up? What does it matter, you know, if I do anything? What does it matter if... If I, you know, check emails or, or, you know, try to do stuff or try to do videos. And I think that that is a very natural part that kicks in. And, you know, it, it is a part of that grieving process. And, you know, I, I, I went through denial. I mean, and it wasn't like I denied it happened, but it was such a shock of, no, this, this isn't real or, well, tomorrow we'll be going back or the next day we'll be going back. And then the reality sank in. No, this could last a while. And, you know, then I went into anger. And, you know, anger was interesting because I'm not a person who routinely, I mean, everybody gets angry. Everybody has, you know, that, those, those little lines inside us. And some days it's a lot easier to work our nerve than another. But I found myself just almost as if there was a part of me that was spoiling for a fight. 
that was waiting for somebody to aggravate me or waiting for somebody to say something that I could respond to. And I had to identify that it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is anger piece. This is, you know, and the thing is, I couldn't take out the anger on anybody. It was, you know, it's like, because none of it was their fault. This was a natural occurrence. This was an event based on a natural event. And, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't anything that anybody could see coming. And everybody has just done their absolute best to handle this in the best way that they can. And, you know, I went into, you know, I guess a bit of bargaining, you know, that, that discussion in my mind of, you know, well, if, if, if that is, if this is still there, or if this is still there, or if maybe my house was saved, maybe if this, maybe if that, you know, you know, I'll really, you know, I'll, I'll do all these things different. And, you know, if it's just this or just that, and, you know, and there is that, you know, you go into that mental, you know, discussion and that mental debate of it's like well you know if if this is gone but this is he still there i'm okay or you know if i lose that but i'm able to save that it's okay and you know and that kind of runs through your head you know and then it is about you know th that depression that this is a thing this is real it's not stopping it's not ending and I am helpless. I, I cannot change what is happening. All I can do is adapt how I relate to it, how I handle it. What story do I tell myself about it? And, you know, that's when, you know, why bother? Why bother getting up? You know, it's, it's another day when I'm not where I want to be. And that can be really, really hard. So, you know, in moving through that, what is the next step? Acceptance. Now, keep in mind that, you know, we could reach acceptance and then something will happen and it sends us right back into either, you know, grief or anger or denial or, or whatever. You know, this is an, a very organic process. So wherever you're at in it, whatever you're doing, whatever you're feeling, it's okay because this is a totally unique situation. There is no, you know, rule book or guidebook to deal with what you're dealing with because you personally may never have dealt with it before. Or if you have dealt with it, then, you know, this may be like a PTSD type of situation. You know, I have a very dear friend who is um, she, her and her husband are in fact in the process of rebuilding their home after they lost it in the paradise fire. And for her and him to, you know, watch the news and see all of this stuff again about this fire and burning and, you know, it's, and I've talked to a lot of other people who have been through different, you know, fires and things like that. And it's just, they can't watch it or they have a very hard time watching it because it brings back all of those feelings. It brings back all of that uncertainty. And that's probably one of the biggest things is that, you know, it happened once. That means it can happen again. And it can, it's a very strange thing kind of working through that process of, okay, you know, I can, you know, I can do what I can to be better prepared for it in case I have to leave, in case, you know, in case something like this happens again. Now the chances of it happening again 
sometime soon, especially considering that a lot of the brush that would normally burn, it's like, well, it'll be a while before that grows back. And it still, you know, has that sense of insecurity. And that can be real hard to deal with. Now, if you're dealing with somebody who is going through this, the best thing to do is let them be able to express what they want to express when they're ready to express it. I know there are times when I really don't want to talk about it. I, I want to talk about anything else other than, well, you know, have you heard about your cabin? Have you heard about this? What about your area? It, you know, it, it can be really hard sometimes to answer the same question over and over again, especially when you don't have new information. And if somebody just kind of doesn't want to talk about it, do them a favor, do both of you a favor, and just let them not talk about it. Let them talk about something else. Let them explore something else. Let them, you know, think of a fond memory or laugh about something or just let them be by themselves because sometimes the best thing you can do for someone who is working through some really tough stuff is to let them be on their own when they need to be because sometimes, you know, it gets really loud up here and we need a nice quiet place where we can just sit. So, you know, and especially for those who know that, you know, there's been loss and, you know, there's a lot of people who are experiencing a lot of different types of loss. There are some people who weren't able to get all of their pets. Maybe they had like a lot of cats around. Now, I was very, very, very lucky that I was able to have my Luna and, you know, Sam and to be able to have them with me. And so when I got out, I was able to take them both, but not everybody was that lucky. And if you went through that, I am so sorry. And I hope that they were able to just kind of bolt and run. And there are a lot of places that people are turning in animals and, you know, maybe they found them by the roadside or whatever. So there are places that have the, um, and she knows when she's being talked about, there are places that have um, animals and they're posting pictures of them. And I've known of a couple of folks who have been able to find their pets that way. So once again, it is wonderful how people come together. Well, come <laughs> See, she's used to the camera. So I'm using the, the camera on the laptop. And so I, I think she looks for the big camera. But, um, you know, I do feel blessed. And at the same time, maybe I feel blessed and I feel angry. Maybe I feel blessed and I feel depressed. Maybe I feel blessed and I feel, you know, like it's not fair. You can feel both of those things at the same time. You can be grateful for everything you have and everything you saved. And at the same time, go, you know what? This sucks. It's not fair. It's not right. And so, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling, it's okay. Honor that feeling because it is a part of your healing process. Grief is not where we get stuck. Grief is actually the roadmap for us to get out of it. It is a way to move beyond what has hurt us. And it allows us to, um, to be able to say, you know, okay, you know, this is bad, 
and I can manage this. I can do this. We can be able to be angry and grieve and still, you know, be able to look forward and say, okay, well, what do I need to do? What do, what do I need to do today? What can I do today? And each day is a, what can I do today? For me, I make lists. I, I have a thing where I actually, I feel like I'm accomplishing something if I can write stuff down and then check it off. You know, that, that's my way of feeling like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm actually accomplishing stuff. And maybe I'll put on that list, uh, you know, time to pet the cat or time to, you know, go out and sit outside with the dog for an hour. So, you know, the idea that I will put stuff on the list that I can enjoy too. And, you know, because, especially for our pets, because, you know, this thing is, is stressful for them too. And don't forget that, you know, you can give them a nuzzle, you can give them a cuddle, you can, you can be able to say, oh, okay, you know, this is going to be all right. We're going to, we're going to be all right. We're going to be okay. So when you, you know, take a look at where you're at in your grieving process, where are you at? You know, you can be frustrated that there's not enough news coming out and it doesn't mean that we're not grateful for all that the firefighters are doing and all that the, you know, cause in our area there's water issues. Um, you know, they don't have the, you know, the pipes burned because they were above ground and plastic. And so the idea that, okay, you know, I can be frustrated that that was not better attended to, I can be frustrated. It's like, well, why was that ever considered a good idea to put plastic pipes above ground? And there's nothing that can be done to change it. So being able to identify where you're at, what you're feeling, and that you understand that no matter what you're feeling, you're okay. It's okay for you to feel that. In fact, it's healthy for you to feel that. And if you need to have that space to yourself, it's okay to say, you know what, I really don't want to talk about it right now. You know, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about something else. You know, I, I really, I don't have anything new to add to that. And, you know, if somebody isn't willing to let you out of the discussion, then it's like, okay, you know, you can, you can go find something else to do and someone else to talk to. We're all in this together. We really are. And whether, you know, no matter where you are in this, whether you're somebody who's supporting someone or whether, you know, you're in that uncertain place, that we can make, we can make it through this together. And we will. We're going to support one another. And, you know, this applies on so many levels for, you know, I mean, with the hurricanes that are coming in and all the damage from that. And it's, it's just, it breaks my heart that so many people in so many places in the country and around the world are going through really hard times and facing a lot of loss. The one thing that binds us is the fact that we have the capacity to be there for one another. And for empaths, that's especially important. We need to take care of ourselves so that when the time comes, we can be a part of helping to take care of others. But first, First, you know, we got to look out for number one. We got to take care of what we're doing and work through our processes and be very gentle with ourselves 
and not fall into that trap that we've talked about of, well, I'll just bury myself in someone else's problems so that way I don't face mine. No, this is big enough to where we need to face it ourselves. But it's okay. We can do that. And take those moments that you need to you know, manage your grief, identify where you are. And don't think that just because it's been weeks since it happened, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. Well, aren't you over it by now? No, no, we're not. And we will cycle back through those stages as we need to, because each time you cycle back, it's not that you're going back to that original space that you were in. You're just going back and looking at it you know, maybe you go back to anger, but you're looking at that anger at a deeper level. You're able to understand it at a deeper level. So each one of those little buckets are going to get emptied out, but you may have to, you know, like, you know, take a little bit of each, then go back and empty a little bit more. But ultimately, we will all reach acceptance and stay there. And we will find a way if the world we knew was gone, then we will rebuild a new one because we will have help and we will have support to do that. So, um, you know, hang in there. And if any of you, you know, would like to reach out and if you, if you want to, you know, communicate with me, uh, you can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can follow me on Twitter and um, I want to shout out to Enigma the cat. It's so nice connecting with you. And please, please let me know how you guys are doing. And I really appreciate uh, you listening. And I appreciate the fact that you find what I say helpful. Because that's my main thing. I just want to be able to help out. And I, if you disagree with me, then just consider me full of beans and move on. But if I can be of any help to anyone, please contact me. My email address is in the description. And I will ha be happy to listen to you, to be here for you, and to help you find that balance point again. So, you know, we're all here together. And keep in mind that the stuff that you guys are going through, share it. Share what you're feeling. Uh, talk about it. Post it on Twitter. Post it on Facebook. Because the thing is, as you post what you're going through and how you're making it through, you're going to help someone else who maybe isn't doing quite so well. I mean, we all take turns not doing well. So if we help out each other and if we, you know, let, even if it's just letting someone else know that you get it, that you understand what they're going through, that you can identify with them, that they're not alone because they're not alone you're not alone. I'm not alone. We're all in this together. And I firmly believe that there is a consciousness in this universe. I, I use the term creator. I believe that there is a creator who is helping and guiding us through all this. And it's not about, well, if there was a creator, then, you know, why would all this happen? This, this happens because it is natural to happen. This was a natural event. The help comes in, in us being able to manage it and grow from it and move forward from it. And sometimes that's really hard and it's really scary. And sometimes we think we can't, but I promise you, you can absolutely 100%. This is big, but it is not bigger than any single one of us. We're strong. We're resilient. 
we're creative, and each and every one of us will figure out a way to make it through because we're going to help each other. So if you need help, reach out. And if you know, you're stuck in that depression point of the grieving process, definitely reach out. Have someone, you know, help you through that and, you know, consult a professional. There are a lot of support groups that are forming, you know, you can, you can Google them and they'll be able to help you with that. And like I said, I am always here for you. And even if I have never met you, I do love you. You know, someone asked if, um, it's like, yeah, you know, do you really love me? When I, at the end of when I say love you, I mean it. Because you are the only you in all of the universe. And that makes you special and unique and worthy of love. And sometimes we need to hear that. So, yeah, I do mean it. And I don't care if we've never met. I love you and I'm proud of you because... No matter what you're doing, it's not easy. And I'm proud of you that you're hanging in there. So reach out for help. And, and you know, it's like one hand forward reaching out for help and one hand back to help somebody else. You know, we, we're, we're in this together, so we're going to do this together. So hang in there. So thank you for joining me for my little rant or whatever. And like I said, check out the description. And if you would very generously like to, you know, have a place that you can send something to or help out, um, I've got resources listed there. And there's always the Red Cross. So I also added in the link for the Red Cross. So again, thank you. If you enjoyed this or if you found value in it, please like the video and if you have not subscribed it would be awesome if you could consider subscribing you know i'm really trying to build this into something that can be helpful and that can you know grow and to create as big a community as we can so thank you for joining me as always I wish you balance and i wish you blessings from my heart to yours Love you. I mean it. And see you next time. <laughs> bye. Say bye, Luna. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.